Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, ladies and gentlemen, looks like it's that time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, live from Pittsburgh studio number one, it's Cold War Radio. Here's your host, Hutch Bailey Jr. All right, all right, all right. Welcome and thank you for choosing Cold War Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Please visit coldwarradio.net where you can become a Cold War Radio patron, and you will also be helping to support the Tunnels to Towers Foundation, 
uh, which is doing some wonderful things with veterans and uh, first responders that are in need. So get over there and help them if you can by becoming a Cold War Radio patron. You'll be helping the show as well. Tune in live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. If you'd like to write to the show, write to SCRTV at live.com. You can also write to Cold War Radio, P.O. Box 10433-370, Castle Shannon Boulevard, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15234. Uh, We'd also ask you to please share the show on social media as we are being... uh, Highly censored on some platforms, uh, but give us a, a hand and share the show. And we'll get over that. And give us a nice review. I shouldn't say that. Give us a fair review, whatever you think, uh, on whatever platform you're listening to the podcast on. We would certainly appreciate that. It's Wednesday. It's Hump Day Headlines, and you know what that means. Good evening, Hutch, my fellow bacon-loving Trumpsters. Come to you live in a living color from the Whiskey Tango Foxtrot Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The doctor is in. That's okay, Bubba. It's it's cool, man. You're here. That's what counts. You, you know, you miss a little bit of the intro. That's okay. Glad to have you aboard. Better late than never, man. That's it. That's it. Uh, cut that back down again one more time, Ward. But uh, anyway... It sounded good. Other than that, I got my new mixer on, and I'm just trying to get this uh, audio to where it's more listenable. I Did everything I, all toned up? We sounded good now? Yeah, you're, you're doing good. You sounded okay before, just a little loud. Uh, but it might just be in my headphones. Well, that might be me. Yeah, it could be me, because I'm, I'm kind of a big man. You are a loud dude, man, that's for sure. But that's why you're here. That's why you're here. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, um, if you get to coldwarradio.net, you can check out a piece with illustrations. Uh, that Ward drew up for us. So uh, talk about that for a second. Yeah, I, I was sitting trying to think to myself, uh, you know, about following the science and whatnot and uh, how I could explain the lack of uh, the ability for there to be transgenders. Uh, there, there's there's no such thing. Uh, and when you look at, at the genetics which is what the whole thing is about was about the uh the following the science and saying that there's 23 different genders out there and it's like no there's not there's two and it, we can break it down and tell you exactly which pairs of uh chromosomes and where they are in the dna chain to determine what sex you are now, if you, the only way that it could be screwed up is if you have one too many of either chromosome. So you can have two X's and another and a Y, and that just gets re- stuff really messed up. And that's how you get like dwarfs and stuff. <laughs> and, and Palestinians. I mean, seriously, that's where midgets come from. <laughs> Palestinians. And, and pal- Palestinians. <laughs> Palestinians come if you have too many Y chromosomes. There you go. Like like six yeah, of them. <laughs> if you if you get a chance, go out there check it out. It, it was something that I that I threw together because I couldn't remember what it, how the chromosome pair went for if it was X two X's was male and two and X and a Y was female or vice versa. So I created a graphic so that it'll it'll burn it into your brain. This graphic is so 
brilliantly can see. It's pretty complicated. You'll never it's have pretty, to. It's pretty it's complicated. Very, yeah, I broke it down. I, I broke it down Barney style so that even Rocky could understand. It. <laughs> that that was my goal. I laughed. I got to admit when I saw it. I mean, I didn't get to it right away. I was in the middle of doing some stuff that you can't touch electronics when you're making garlic powder. Uh, I mean, yeah. you, you probably could, but <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> wouldn't count. I wouldn't uh, recommend it. All right, so there's that. Um, we got a, a, a breaking update uh, in, a, in an absolute amazing uh, lightning must have struck uh, or something because all 221 House Republicans voted to open a formal impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. And, I mean, we all know that nothing's going to come of that other than it being uh, an excuse for the communists to uh, take him out of the running, uh, they would they would absolutely sacrifice Joe for the cause and and Hunter and the whole state of Delaware for well, that matter. I mean, it's it's nothing short of political theater. That's all it is, it's, really. They're pounding their chest. Oh, we're going to impeach him. There's less than a year left. By right. the t- and this is only another impeachment inquiry. So they had an impeachment inquiry that was informal that McCarthy started. Now this is now they had a vote, and this is a formal impeachment inquiry. This isn't a, an impeachment. You know, this isn't the start of an impeachment process. This is, and they just approved another impeachment inquiry. And we already have all. I mean, how much more information do you need? I mean, with what they already have, they have more than enough to impeach right now. I think the the uh, good side, if there's any upside to this. Uh, I, I think it's that uh, now, uh, from what I understand, this makes it easier to compel the administration and banks and things like that to give up the goods. Um, I, yeah. I still don't. I, I well, still I mean, don't. For what? I mean, you, you know, the, the person that should be doing this is uh, I'm sure they can get creative like the people against Trump have gotten and get a district attorney somewhere, an attorney general somewhere to bring up some state charges on these people. I mean, they've broken laws in every state. You know, they, you need law enforcement and and, and real, uh, yeah, authorities. A, a legit law enforcement. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we'll see what happens. Right. We'll, well, I'm, we'll, I'm going to watch. We'll be it. able to see exactly what happens. Yeah. You know, so we'll, it, we'll, we'll we'll see if there's a. You know, Garland swarm be damned. There was no two tier uh, justice system. Well, we're going to put that to the test. I think. And, and, I mean, you can already see one of the things that, that's apparent with this is the crazy power that prosecutors have, federal prosecutors have. Um, you look at Hunter Biden's initial plea deal, and it was no time in jail and no no future prosecutions. And then you look at when it goes to trial, and now he's facing 45 years in prison. Well, that's what that tells you is that the prosecutors, you know, there's a, an amendment that says you have a right to a jury, a, a trial of a jury by your peers. That's that's a theory. That's not true. When they come at you, when the federal government comes at you, they come at you with 100 years. They say, if you don't take this plea, first of all, we're going to the trial's going to last a year and we're going to bankrupt everybody, you know, and we're going to charge you if, if you're found guilty you're going to get 500 years or you can take this plea deal and get off. 
That's not that's not a good justice system. No, you know, no, that, that, you're right. That's what they did to the mob. That's what they do to everybody. It's what they did to the January Sixers. It's what well, they're I doing mean, to Trump's get, team in Georgia. Well, I mean, that's how they get people to flip. Exactly, they scare the hell out of them and say, and, you know, that we're going to hit you with this this many lawsuits, and you're not going to be able to afford it. Your your children's children's children will still be paying your legal fees, and you know, and then and on top of that, you're still going to go to jail. Right, broke. You're not going to have any yes. money for commissary. Uh, so I'm I'm going around and I, I, I'm watching something that's getting pervasive, and I don't know if it's because of our education system or because of computers. I I don't know what to put my my finger on it, but. I wonder if you've noticed this word. I'm not a big academic by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but <laughs> As I've, I am. But I've been noticing... <laughs> <laughs> I've been noticing Americans can't spell anymore. They can't spell and they can't write. Oh, the, no. The grammatical errors on your top-notch news aggregation, the, the Gateway Pundit, Breitbart, Town Hall, Daily Caller... The grammar is like kindergarten grammar. It's horrible to see this. I mean, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. You got to look at these yeah, it, at these headlines. It's like, what the hell is he trying to say? What, what's really sad is you have people that are applying for jobs and they're writing resumes, and and they do stuff like, uh, you know, are you doing, you know, whatever, and they don't spell it out. They do the shorthand like well, they that were too, doing, yeah. Like yeah. we were doing texting in the seven, you know, in the eighties, where they charged you per character and blah blah right. blah blah. And so you had to get, you know, so R U became the letter R, the letter U. But that is how these kids write stuff. They the, think that that's the correct way. And these to are write. writers. These are writers. They're writing for a living. And I'm not even. And, I'm not even talking and, about that. And that's that, the though. sad part. I'm talking well, about and, that. And what's that. even worse is the computers now will do all that shit for you. They check your spelling. They check your grammar on the fly. All you got to do is throw a you know a couple bucks at them, and, and they're good. You know, you can buy the the program that will check your edit. You know, that will edit for you so that you don't have to. It, it's really sad because if you have an editor and the editor passes it too, that means two you can't spell or read. And it's it's all the time. It's every day. It's every single day that I because I obviously we check the news all the time and it's like it's getting bad and it's, you can, and you consistently bitch about them yes no and you're right and you're right I'm not I'm not taking anything away I wasn't saying that no I know I, no that's fine I, I just I, I noticed it and sometimes when I when I do that uh, you know you you see these things and it's a disturbing trend these are supposed to be the best and the brightest you know and, and they're they're just not. Um, Okay. Uh, best and the brightest. I'm, I'm, you know, working for Breitbart. Okay, whatever, Hutch. I'm, well, I mean, I'm gonna have to call bullshit there. Well, I mean, <laughs> best I, and I, brightest. I shouldn't have put it that way, but I mean, it's like this is your profession, is my point. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you should take some pride in your work and at least have the pride to to spell everything correctly and 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 have the you know have some sort of grammar structure to. Yeah, and, and I mean, they change the just, language. All they do know, is they change the language. The editors at these sites don't edit a damn thing, or they'd be fired. You know, you know what? The other thing, if you think about it, what's the chances that they're taking it, they're copying it off some other site, they're using something, just rearrange it, you know, so that it, it doesn't get flagged for plagiarism. 
Maybe. You know, it's just so consistent. You know, that was the thing. I, but but the thing is, I mean, some of these, because I have a, a tool called Paraphrase. It's an AI tool. And you could take a, a, a paragraph, throw it in there, and say, just paraphrase this. And sometimes, because it's AI, it doesn't flow right. You know, when you read it, there's no... <laughs> it looks like a machine wrote it. There's no flow to it. And it's like, you know, then. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's going to get better. But my point is, that's what you have out there. And so these guys at Breitbart and these other places, I'll bet you they're... Stealing these stories from other places. Oh, sure. Throwing it in through some AI damn thing that, that screws up the... the Because a lot of AI will cause errors just because they don't want every you know people to be faked out. So a lot of like AI-type uh, graphics that are created, if you look at them close enough, the person will have like six fingers <laughs> or something like that. There's something that's just not right. You know, with it, like the the picture that they sent out, you know, proven that. In fact, it was a picture that Michelle Obama released, proving that Michelle Obama was pregnant, except the fact that she doesn't have six fingers. <laughs> you know, she you released know the picture of her being pregnant, and it was proven that it was AI because she don't have six fingers. Nice. I'll tell you, it's it's kind of like when I get the. On Fridays, when I get the uh, weekly jihad report atrocity of the week, um, that's normally taken from a foreign language, Middle Eastern, Arabic-speaking foreign language newspaper and translated. You talk about hard, yeah. man. Whoa. Some of that stuff I got to like, well, I got to get another story. I can't use this one. I don't know what the hell he's trying to say. <laughs> You know, it's, it's yeah. pr- pretty pathetic. You might want to look for that tool called Paraphrase from AI, and you might be able to take something like that and put it uh, in there. Maybe it fix it for you. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I wonder if they can fix LeBron James, man. I mean, what a jerk-off this guy is. I, you know, I can honestly say that I have never watched an NBA game. On, I have zero, zero interest in it at all. I've watched some college basketball. You know, well, let me rephrase that. I've watched some pit basketball. But not. I watched the NBA back when Larry Bird played because Larry okay. Bird was just awesome. I, I loved Larry Bird looked like the guy that was playing down the court, you know, in your neighborhood. Yeah. He didn't look like he was, you know, he was polished or anything. And he'd come down behind the back passes and stuff. He was just phenomenal and fun to watch. Nobody else played like Bird 
and nobody's played like him since. So no, none of them have got my attention. And they'll all LeBron tell you James that. Is, they'll all tell yeah, you that, Le- every one of them. Michael Jordan, they'll all tell you about Larry Bird. Larry Bird he, was the man. He scared the hell out of him. LeBron James is a clown. He is a clown. He goes to his, he goes to his son's NCAA first NCAA game and walks in in the middle of the national anthem and immediately takes a seat. I mean, I can't stomach that man. That that I mean, where else would you have been blessed? Because he's a clown. Because if he was born in any other country, he'd be digging holes. Yeah. Or, some, or just getting shit off the top shelf because, you know, and being paid minimum wage to do it because, he's number one, he's not real bright, and number two, he's just a big jerk. You know, yeah. I mean, that that's all he has going for him. He's a, he's a tall guy that can, that can dribble a basketball. He has no other skills whatsoever to, you know, he, he funded a school that completely stinks, that they haven't had a kid that can pass a math quiz. Yeah, that's true. Not one. So I don't want to hear about how what what a great guy LeBron is because you know and even after this report came out about how bad his school was there's been no he hasn't addressed it it's still crap and, and people that send their kids to to places like that just because it's LeBron James and and there shame are on you there you, are you get what you deserve. That's it. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure that there's people that bust their kids there just so that they can say that they went to LeBron James, uh, you know, uh, charter school or whatever the hell it is. Screw yeah. him. Right. Um, but it's a good thing, and we started talking about this uh, last week, I believe, maybe before that. But we're making so many breakthroughs in medicine these days. Uh, and I think one of the uh, beneficiaries of that is this guy extraordinary civilian death toll that has happened as a result of this war do you believe that anything that israel has done in these six weeks of fighting has amounted to a war crime of course not Uh, of of course not and and it's like let's not forget what hamas started they broke the first ceasefire and then they attacked israel and murdered over 1,200 innocent Willie, excuse me, women, children, babies, everything, and, and brutalized it in, in the most you know, unspeakable kinds of ways. Uh, and so that really is the ultimate, you know, you know, criminal war uh, uh, kinds of. Fine this word, is John. absolutely an unequiv- unequivocal uh, attack to destroy Israel. And we must remember that that's how started all of this. But are you comfortable, Senator, with? the number of Palestinians who have lost their lives, 7,000 children, 15 or 16,000 civilians dead. Do you believe Israel is doing enough to minimize civilian casualties? Now, one, you know, one, one death is too, too many. It's a tragic. I don't, I don't value uh, any Palestinian child life any more than or any less than my own child as well, too. It's heartbreaking and it's awful. Uh, you know, but I do fundamentally believe that Israel must destroy Hamas to achieve long-changing uh, uh, conditions that allow for priests to prosper. I, I mean, I agree. I think he writes for Breitbart because it's a tragic. Yeah, it's, it's a, a tragic. tragic. And, and the other thing was <laughs> they, they need priests to prosper. <laughs> I'll tell I you. I think he meant peace. 
he meant to say peace, I'm sure, but he it came out priest and. But you know what? He's totally right when it comes to this. I mean, this is something I I can't believe how people uh, can say all these pro-Palestinian things when you look at what these monsters did to this country. Think if somebody did that to me, to our country, we would make them a parking lot. And that's what they should do with these people. Absolutely. If you listen to... uh uh, there was another one that I just saw right before the show was uh, Gorka, and he was coming out of Congress. Yeah, and apparently he just, he just, he just saw he just saw the tape, man. He, they just showed him the forty-seven minute tape before that clip came out. He, he sat down and watched the body cam footage for forty-seven minutes unedited, and then he came out and said, "What you're getting ready to say?" Yeah, he came out at that point and said, "Kill them all." Yep. Do not let one of them live. They decapitated a dude with a hoe. Yeah. That had to take 20 minutes. I mean, yeah. my God. I mean, you're, you're, your neck and spine is no joke, man. You got to hack through that. You don't just slice through it. Oh, no. You know, just I mean, even look if you at your turkey like, neck. Well, you know, I'm not a, a decapitation specialist. No, but you probably um, made a turkey. Like probably made a turkey for for Thanksgiving. I mean, you ain't gonna just slice through that thing. That, that was a bad. Comparison. Oh no, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I mean, especially not with a hoe. Right. I mean, right. <laughs> you're you're wandering around the yard. Oh, what can I use to cut this guy's head off? I mean, how much does a blade? Uh-oh. How much does a blade on a guillotine yeah. weigh? Forty pounds. You know? Yeah. And it's sharp. Yeah. It's sharp and angled. Uh, how, yeah, <laughs> cutting somebody's head off with a hose. Jesus, there's there. Oh. Be like doing it with like a ruler or something, just beating the shit out of them because it's. So <sighs> Larry Johnson wrote. Anyway. I think I think that's his name, Larry Johnson. Uh, and the only reason I say that is because of the way this starts. He says, "My old friend and business partner John Moynihan filed a whistleblower complaint with the Department of Justice Inspector General's office." On November 28th, alleging that Jack Smith, the special prosecutor pursuing you and I, I mean Donald Trump, was engaged in an extortion scheme while he was working at the International Court of Justice. It's no Patrick Byrne uh, wrote an article about that if you want to look into it. It is no coincidence that Jack Smith, in the wake of that complaint, made an impromptu move... Uh, lost my place, on Monday, December 11th, asking the Supreme Court to decide whether Donald Trump had immunity to the charges filed by Smith. Moynihan's complaint was filed on the 28th of November, and Smith, 13 days later, decides to bypass the appeals court. Smells like politics. The Moynihan complaint is political dynamite because it provides circumstantial evidence to support Donald Trump's belief that Jack Smith is not only politically motivated, but corrupt. The Trump team wisely has refrained from piling on this news story in order to avoid accusations that this was a manufactured hit job. Um, I want to see where I'm supposed to go to this. Right there, is it a... Okay, we will wait on that. So there's that. That's a pretty uh, big deal. Um, there's a lot of big deals that are, that are popping up around this thing. 
Yeah, and the Supreme Court's supposed to hear another case, and I think this that's the one that uh, Clarence Thomas was going to hear about uh, the election stuff in Georgia. And if he overturns that, oh, boy, that, that could set off all kinds of – you think shit's going crazy now. Yeah, that's you know, true. Because he could actually overturn the election. Well, yeah, I know. It, it's you know the shame of all this is by the and time he's no fan of Joe. He is no fan of Joe Biden. The problem with all the this is that three years of damage has already been inflicted. You're absolutely right. You know these people hold, ta- right. taking their time with this stuff, uh, and, and and personally, um, that's what I think they're doing in these hearings. I think they're just playing out the clock for the Democrats. I mean, why would you go through so much, so waste so much time with this thing with Biden and Hunter when you know Mitt Romney will vote against it? You know, you know oh, yeah. uh, all these rhinos in the Senate. We, Collins they, will. Yeah, the, yeah, Mark, will yeah and- they do it every time. I mean, how many times do we have to get slapped before we realize this? So we wasted three years. If, if Speaker Mike Johnson, and I said this this morning, on the Wayne Dupree show. If, if Mike Johnson was a serious man, he would come out in front of the house and he would say, everybody stop everything that you're doing. We're not doing anything else related to anything other than the budget. We're going to pass a budget for the people of the United States of America once and for all. We're not going home until we do it. But there's nothing like that. You know, it's it's going on with this this, this clown comer. Every day I got to listen to this clown. He's not going to do anything. He, he, people are actually out there thinking something's going to happen, and it's not, folks. I don't like saying like I said that. Before, like I said before, all these hearings are nothing but political theater. It's all it is. You know, the, the, it's performative. They you don't know, have a word Hunter's for it. screaming that he wants to do this stuff uh, you know, in public. They're like, no, we want to do it behind doors. And he said, well, you'll just want to leak stuff. Okay, fine. Take this idiot and put him on camera live. And he will completely blow up that entire administration. Because he's not that he's not the smartest guy I know. He might be the smartest one Joe knows. He ain't the smartest guy I know, and I bet you I could trip him up if they gave me half a shot at him. But <laughs> you get guys like Gates and and uh uh well what uh I, I'm trying to think of the other guy's name. Well, Jordan, of course. That's another way I you mean, can tell that it's not serious. Why isn't Gates in there? You know, if, if they really wanted this guy, why wouldn't you put that guy in there? Or Higgins? You know, I mean, yeah. it, it, this this is this is ridiculous, and I'm I'm tired of it. It's, it's like, all right, we've got to we we got to stay alive for another hour, another year. It's yeah. it's December. Well, the, the other thing is, if 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 they really want to do something that would be productive. Create the the anti January sixth committee and investigate what those idiots did. Yeah, do something. And then you can prosecute do something. prosecute them. I mean, uh, Ratlin, throw them out of Congress. Yeah, Rasta. Schiff, throw them out of Congress. Swalwell Liz should be in Chain, prison. Throw her in jail. You know, the, the, this. yeah, Swalwell. Yeah, go ahead. And, and what really what, what, what did they do here? What what did they do? Um. They say they're against all this stuff. But what was the first thing McCarthy did? 
He funded everybody. He funded the whole DOJ, the whole military. They didn't have to fight for a year because they already had their money. And we're probably going to do it again. I would not doubt if he did it again. I wouldn't. Uh, All right, so we'll see. We'll keep you posted. They're they're so scared to be the guy that closes, you know, that has to shut the government down. Yeah, like anybody cares. (laughs) Well, back back when Trump was there, Trump said, I'll take it. Because Schumer was, was running his mouth. Well, it'll be your fault. He says, okay, fine. That's on me. Shut it down. There you go. All right, let's go to New York. Let's go to New York. I played this clip last week, uh, but I'm going to play it again because I think it's a little bit longer uh, than the one I played last week. It's the same tape, but I think this is a little bit longer. Uh, But this is in the the Bronx. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And other than the fact that these people are illiterate in the Bronx, it's some good news. Minority communities, we're not seeing the improvement. Uh, There's inflation with everything, food, gas, insurance prices, I mean, you name it. Dynamics is not working. It's it's just a complete mess. It's a disaster, especially here in New York City. We're feeling it very hard. You could say anything to Biden right now who says that the economy is improving, especially in black and brown communities. What would you say to him? That's lies. I believe that's lies. Heavy lies on that, for sure. Do you think that somebody else besides Biden should be president? Yes, of course. Of course. Bring back Trump. Tell me why. Um, we were all we were, we have money. We have money when Trump was president. Free my son Trump. Free my son Trump. Trump twenty twenty four. Everybody. Trump twenty twenty three. That's crazy. And we're here. And we're here in the Bronx. I'm gonna vote for Trump if he runs because I feel like it was much better when he was here financially for everybody, not just me for everybody. I'm definitely voting for Donald Trump. He made sure we had money in our pockets. <laughs> He was for the people. He made sure we had what we needed. I feel like everything will go back to how it was. I mean, ever since he's been out of office, everything's declined. When Trump was president, my life was good. Economical-wise, I was doing so much better. They're saying it's going to be Biden Trump, so who will you vote for? Oh, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to have to go for Trump. Sorry. I'm going to go for Trump. Trump. I'm always Trump. Okay, let me see. Who you vote for? Trump. Feeling the pain of price hikes is one thing. But the show of open support for former President Donald J. Trump on the streets of the Bronx was very surprising. And it's the sort of thing that has Biden campaign strategists looking very carefully at the messaging around Bidenomics as we get closer to 2024. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it, man. You know what I mean? (laughs) We need some help, man. I'll take it. Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) the more the the. The more people that vote, when you overwhelm, I mean, they can't rig it. 
if if it's just that overwhelming. And when you got the Bronx, that's oh boy, pretty much the darkest, deepest blue that there is in New York. Yeah, and they come out and they're go and everybody that they talk to said that they were going for Trump. That's huge, man. And we talked about that before. Oh, we have a, mo- a, a clarification. Maud Deuce in the chat room clarified something. The open hearings are limited to five minutes per legislature legislator, and closed-door testimonies have no time limits. That's why, uh, that's why they were pushing for Hunter to go into the uh, behind-doors testimony versus... But at the end of the day... And at thanks, the end of the day, Appreciate that. At the end of the day... Unless you're Steve Bannon or Peter Navarro, you're not going to jail after a congressional hearing. No. Oh, no. I'm not even talking about jail. I'm just talking about, you know, why they want to go to the closed door versus the open door. So that if they get right. the okay. questions that start rolling, they can get a train of thought and keep it going instead of the, hey, you're five minutes up or up. Next. Does anybody else have the problem? Can Are people still hearing the show? I'm looking at Ken's uh message is it just me or did the show just end okay marlene says it might be you ken i'm good thank you um so we're at the bronx what borough is harlem in do you know i have no idea the the only reason i say anybody in the chat room from new york yeah i have no idea i don't know i don't know if val's listening or not but uh all right thank you for the signal reports ladies and gentlemen appreciate that um so this is that was the Bronx, and this is Harlem. Uh, so let's let me find there. Okay, it's right here. This is obviously an insider in the political uh, world in New York City. Uh, let's go back to New York. Hey everybody, how you doing? It's Peggy D's in the house here. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. So I'm here in Harlem. I just want to do a little, little bit of reporting. I just left um, a holiday party, Christmas party. Uh, one of my dear friends, she's uh, Inez Dickens. She's an assemblywoman, state of assemblywoman here. She's a Democrat. Known her for a long time. And uh, they have uh, the state office building. They're having joint parties and everything. And so Letitia James walks in because she's her office is here too. I wasn't didn't know she was going to be in so i said oh hey tish and she looked at me saying hey hey and she gave me like an evil eye um you know i'm very outspoken with how i feel about what's going on here so i'm sure she's not happy with what's going on because she she's 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 under control that's what i have to say but what i'm saying is that what i know is that from what i'm hearing eric adams is going to be replaced he's on the way out the uh they're going to have a special election this is breaking news. I'm right in the middle of everything, y'all. Right down the street here is where the Clinton, Bill Clinton's office was on 55th, West 125th Street. Um, and the Democrats know that they're losing, that they're losing and they're going to lose. The Democratic hold on New York is ending. And it's, it's imminent. It's imminent. I yeah, actually I uh, right. had a great talk uh, today with some NYPD officers. I wanted to let you all know, NYPD loves President Trump, okay? Uh, I just They just love him. So don't get upset when you see them backing down because they've been told to do that. People's pensions and everything are at stake. But these two police officers, one was male and female, they just said, listen, we just got a year, year or so of this left. 
and then it's over. I said Trump, right? They said, yeah, yeah. We just, we, you know, after that, it's over. We can like, come out full force and lock these people up because right now we just can't do anything. Uh, it's all politics here, and it's all not good. But I wanted to let you know that there is hope for New York. The power structure that has been in place is ending, and what is ending here... That's pretty profound. I don't Absolutely. know if it's possible. I'm not sure if it's possible, but when you, I, I when you look at politics in a city, and I've been involved in politics in the city, and somebody like her would know. She's at the meetings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's at the Christmas and, and party. I, and, and that goes back to what we were saying before about, you know, the seismic shift. And I, I think that, you know, New York got a double bite, you know, double punch, because first it had the lockdown and all the draconian stuff with Cuomo. Then you had uh, all the stuff where they, you know, Letitia James is DA and she's just letting the city run wild, except for Trump. Unless your name's Trump, you, if you're Trump, you're going to go to jail. But if, if you're anybody else, she's running the whole state, out. brother. She's the whole state. She's not just New York exactly. City. Exactly. But the problem with that is. The, the people are starting to go, you know what? We keep voting for these Democrats, and it keeps getting worse. Here's where they blew it. You know, they blew it when it, because now what they're doing, you know what their mission is. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know that the mission of the World Economic Forum, which is the Democrat Party and some of the Republicans, is to destroy the American middle class. That has to be done before communism can take over, before their oh. new world order can take over. Speak. They have to kill the middle class. And everything that the Democrat Party is doing right now, everybody sees it. Everybody sees what they're doing to Donald Trump. Everybody sees and feels what they're doing to the middle class. Butter is $7 a pound. You know, there are things out there that young people, unless they're massively well off or unless they're willing to take on unsustainable debt, cannot afford to buy a house. They're, they're, going, to be, they're going to be renters for life if this continues. They have taken this school system, including the universities, and they have dumbed Americans down so far that they will be prepared to be the slaves they will be if we don't stop this. So I think people are starting to figure it out, Ward. Yeah, and, and it's it's really good. And, you know, like I said before, you know, it started with a trickle. And now we're getting more and more information. And the more and more information that comes out, the more and more people are getting angry. You know, the more and more people are starting to see that they got played. Yeah. You know, that... For 50 years. Exactly. I mean, these people should be freaking furious. Again, Hutch, it's you're not going to see this on the evening news. No, you won't. That's true. That's true. You know, and and that's the problem. You know, the the people that think that they are, you know, that they watch the evening news every night and they think that they're, you know, is super educated and they're very, very much misinformed. Because I, I'd sit there and I watch it just to see what they don't talk about. Because I know what's going on. Right. I mean, and, and I said before, you could go into a crowd of people 
and asked 10 of them, what was on the dorm report? You might get one person that had a clue, maybe. One in 10. What, maybe. there was a report down yeah. in, in North Carolina, in Durham, North Carolina, or what? What do you mean? Yes, it was. Raleigh Durham. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, it was about crop dusting. Right. <laughs> you know, those freaking MAGA. Um, yeah, MAGA, maggots. Speaking of Cuomo, uh, I'm just going to throw a teaser out there because I did not get the clip. Uh, just like I didn't get the clip you sent me of Bill Maher. Because I don't have that time for that much editing, man. And too many F-bombs. But this clip, this was, <laughs> this is internet gold, man. You guys got to go find this. I should, Rocky, find a link to this thing. Uh, Fredo Cuomo interviews a girl with Tourette syndrome. I mean, <laughs> think about yeah. that. It is, he's trying not to laugh. And this lady's good. She's talking to him. Tourette's syndrome is a is a disorder that fuck you and that uh, doesn't affect you. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what Tourette's is. And 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 the thing is, she is a known Tourette's influencer from TikTok yeah. or some yeah. nonsense, right? Right. So they tell Fredo, "Hey, we're going to let you interview this chick, and she has Tourette's. Have a nice day." And he's trying his damnedest. Not to laugh. Right. Now, I mean, I'll give him credit. He tried. He did. But, you know, when, when if you're not prepared for that, I mean. And not I, just the that's words. That's one of the things where, you know what, you might want to talk to them for 10 or 20 minutes ahead of time just to get used to their tics and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> nah, that was a cold intro, man. It was. It was it like, was. hey, here you go. <laughs> right. We're on. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. It was. I could only watch half of it, though. It's sad, too, in a way. Yeah, oh, it's 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 terrible because I mean they have no control over what they're doing, but when you try and bring somebody on for a serious interview, <laughs> you really don't ha- want to have like the Tourette's patient being this the face of your company, right? You know, I'm just that that's just me, you know. It's it it, it and, is. And wait a second, I, I got a question. If she's a Tourette's, if she got Tourette's or whatever, and she's a TikTok influencer how the hell does she do what's her tiktok thing just her with tourette's losing her mind i don't know it's uh it's something because she she has <laughs> there thanks rocky i knew he'd come through the link's in the chat room folks <laughs> now nobody's gonna listen to the show for the next two minutes uh but anyway uh her face gets all curled up and everything it's, it's something to watch uh, but i wasn't going to put it on the air because i'm not doing that uh, th- that was because you're, you're just too lazy to uh, edit out. No, you couldn't edit. You don't edit that one. You can't edit that one. No, you can't because it's completely useless. Well, that the comedic effect would be beep, 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 beep. It would sound like you're listening to Morse code. <laughs> but I think that would be funny. It, it, I almost did, but I was like, no, you know, we got some respectable people in the audience. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I read an article by Megan Kelly. Um, and I didn't really, I, I'm not fully on board with Megan Kelly yet. I know she's made a little turnaround and things like that. And you're going to hear this lady uh, on this clip talk about her, but she came out and my, my co-hosts, uh, in the morning, both disagreed with me. Uh, they thought, they thought that, you know, I, what I said is I haven't seen, she said that president Trump has lost a few steps since 2016 that he's, he's screwing up, mixing cities up, mixing things up. 
And I'm thinking, you know, I I haven't noticed that, but I haven't watched him as much as I used to. But I'm just not so sure she's on board with Donald Trump. I, I know she's made a comeback and she's made some statements to the effect of uh, uh, that, that she's that she's on board with. You know, yeah, she's behind Trump and and whatnot. Well, she's doing that for the money. Uh, indeed, right? Indeed. She, she went from a, a she went from Fox podcast right. She went from, yeah, Fox, she went from News. Fox News exactly exactly. Go ahead. No, you're right, it, 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 and that's I'm just not and, sold and, yet. And and I think that whoever gives her the most money is going to be who she's that's that's who the person. And is. that's the way most you know, pro- prostitutes in media are. That's the way well, that's most, most prostitutes are. That right. You pay them and they do what you like. Exactly. And that's exa- that's why the media, you know, they call the media prostitutes because you give them money and they do what you like. So, I mean, Megan going off, you know, on she Megan does, she does some Trump. good work. She does some good and, work. She, I mean, but, but, uh, but the the things that she said to that man are not. I mean, forget whether you're for somebody politically or not, or whether you're. Uh, with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Apolitical when you're supposed to be a media figure. To say the things that she said to Donald Trump during that debate. Zero class. Zero, zero, zero class. She died that night to me. Now, maybe she can come back, but I don't know. I'm not. Let's listen to the clip, and and we'll talk about it afterwards. Listen, you endorsed Donald Trump in 2016 and 2020. Christy, she's talking to you. You gave him an A for his first term. Since then, however, you've turned on him. You've even said that you got into this race just to stop President Trump. His approval rating with Republicans is currently at 81%. Yours is at 25. Your best state is New Hampshire, and even there... Thirds of GOP voters say they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Respectfully, Governor, you have not stopped, Mr. Trump. We've had these three acting as if the race is between the four of us. The fifth guy, who doesn't have the guts to show up and stand here, he's the one who, as you just put it, is way ahead in the polls. First of all, I could not love Megyn Kelly more. Just as we saw in 2016 with Donald Trump, she is not afraid to put a candidate on the spot and ask the hard questions, which is exactly why we need her moderating these debates. Second of all, he is way ahead in the polls, despite the fact that he's never gone to a debate. Chris Christie, the only way you're going to stop Donald Trump is if you physically lay on top of him. When are people going to wake up and realize the support behind him is genuine? Clearly, he won the last election. There would not be this overwhelming amount of support for him had he genuinely lost. Now, that Wake last up, point is a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> he would not be this popular if he had lost in 2020. Everybody knows what happened. Oh, yeah. Sure. Everybody knows. And, and, and like we said before, when they arrested him and they and they leaked his mugshot because they thought that, that was going to be the nail in the coffin, 
You just made him more popular. That, that picture still floating around. You just made him around. a rock star. Yeah, it's still floating around. I saw that oh, picture absolutely. tonight. Did you see somebody cut it into the into a field? <laughs> nice. they, 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 they actually cut a field so that if you're flying over, I think it's in Iowa somewhere, an entire cornfield, and they, and they made the mug shot out of it. It's awesome. Nice. So, I, I, Rocky, I, see if you can find that. That's on the. That's <laughs> on. Uh, let's just find weird shit for Rocky to go look for. <clears throat> um, something that uh, you know you, you think of the Republicans getting rid of uh, George Santos. Um, Representative Eric Swalwell has been accused of aiding and abetting a crime after colluding with Hunter Biden and his lawyer, Abby Lowell, to defy the congressional subpoena, which demands Hunter Biden's testimony on charges related to influence peddling and his business dealings, House sources allege. Today, Hunter Biden, who is scheduled for a closed-door deposition by congressional Republicans, challenged the very foundations of the legal directive. Hunter Biden said he will only testify at a public hearing during a press conference organized by another Chinese Communist Party asset, Representative Eric Swalwell, who is still in Congress. According to the letter sent by Representative James Coomer and Representative Jim Jordan, uh, the two Hollywood Republicans in the House, contrary to the assertions in your letter, there is no choice for Mr. Biden to make. The subpoenas compel him to appear for a deposition on December 13th. If Mr. Biden does not appear for his deposition on December 13th, the committees will initiate contempt of Congress proceedings. Now, the Oversight Committee will initiate contempt of Congress proceedings. Hunter Biden today defied lawful subpoenas, and we will now initiate contempt of Congress proceedings. We will, I had to say that three times in the last 10 seconds. We will not provide special treatment because his last name is Biden. As our committees were today prepared to depose Hunter Biden, he chose to make a public statement on Capitol Hill instead, where he said his father, Joe Biden, was not financially involved in his family's business dealings. Exactly how was Joe Biden involved? Evidence shows Joe Biden met with Hunter's business associates, and his name was at the center of the family's business strategy, said Coomer. It can be recalled that Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro were charged and convicted in con- of contempt when they refused to submit to a congressional subpoena for testimony from the politically motivated sham January 6th committee. Now journalist Paul Sperry's reporting suggests deepening troubles for Swalwell as he purports House insiders claim Swalwell's interaction with Hunter Biden and his legal team were effectively acts of violation of congressional legal processes. House sources say that Democrat Eric Swal- Democratic Representative Eric Swalwell, as a member of the Judiciary Committee, which subpoenaed Hunter Biden, aided and abetted a crime this morning when he worked with Hunter Biden's lawyer, Abby Lowell, to f- help Hunter flout the subpoena in contempt of Congress, Speary wrote. Defying a congressional subpoena is a misdemeanor crime. According to the United States Code under U, under 2 U.S.C. 192, it is a misdemeanor criminal off, offense to willfully 
failed to comply with a valid congressional subpoena for either documents or testimony upon any matter under inquiry before either House or any committee of either House of Congress, whereas the House and Senate originally used their own legislative powers to enforce subpoenas. Congress chose to criminalize subpoena noncompliance in 1857. By the 1930s, both chambers were relying on criminal contempt of as a chief method of subpoena enforcement. Violation can lead to a fine of up to $100,000 and imprisonment for up to one year. Swalwell's involvement could potentially place him within the scope of these legal recourses, which have been the principal avenue for ensuring compliance with legislative inquiries. So I, I hope Swalwell ends up in prison because he should be in prison. You know, well, he should be. In, they, he should be in Gitmo. Well, I mean, just for this, just for this, not not including all the stuff he did with Bang Fang and Bang Bang. And but Chase this is Hang the same. No, this is the same. Here's what well, he's no, doing. Yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't get no, wrapped up in, in, is, in, in the Biden thing. This this whole thing is about China controlling the government, and he is oh, defending because, that. Yeah, he, he works absolutely for them. because yes, absolutely. You're absolutely. You're. I, I was going to get. I agree with you 100 percent because that's what's happening. Is he's there? Just he's basically Biden's handler. Yeah, Gigi Pings is sending him out and says, "Okay, you control Hunter." So that's, that's why when Hunter made his statement, did you know that he made a statement on the Senate side of the House so that the sergeant at arms from Congress couldn't arrest him because he has no jurisdiction on that side? Nice. That's, you know the, way, that? that's the way these trailer trash people are. I mean, they, it is. He, they he make, walked right up to the line. He knew what the line was. Yeah. Now, changing gears, because that's what we do here. I hate to use that term, but... Um, Speaker Mike Johnson is going to say some things in this next clip. And and I want to say that I'm very grateful that he's looking at this in an economic way. But Speaker Mike Johnson is 1,000% wrong in the justification of us supporting Ukraine. We should never have You're- supported this criminal country, ever. Criminal government. You're- you're absolutely right. It, it, it's sickening that Mike Johnson, with his biblical worldview, can say the things he's getting ready to say. Although, he did something well. Don't, don't get me wrong. I like the fact that we're slowing the money down. But don't commit this country to supporting Nazis like that, please. I mean, this guy's an actor. He's not even a real statesman. He doesn't even have the decency to wear formal clothing in the United States Senate when he's coming to ask for billions of dollars. Doesn't even well, have the decency. he's in costume. Yeah, That's he is. That's his costume, That's man. right. He, That's, he is in costume. He's like an illegal alien who comes here and speaks their home language in front of everybody. It's, it's, it's disgusting, and I hate it. And Speaker Mike Johnson, you're a 1,000% wrong, but I'm glad that you did it anyway. I, I, I really am. And uh, let's let's listen to him uh, talk about Zelensky and the border. Thank and you all for being here. Uh, just had a good meeting with President Zelensky. I reiterated to him that we stand with him you stand and against with him. Putin's brutal invasion. 
Uh, the American people stand for freedom, and they're on the right side of this fight. I have asked the White House since the day that I was handed the gavel as Speaker for clarity. We need a clear articulation of the strategy to allow Ukraine to win. And thus far, their responses have been insufficient. They have not provided us the clarity and the detail that we have requested over and over since literally 24 hours after I was handed the gavel as Speaker of the House. And so what the Biden administration seems to be asking for is billions of additional dollars with no appropriate oversight, no clear strategy to win, and, and none of the answers that I think the American people are owed. I have also made very clear from day one that our first condition on any national security supplemental spending package is about our own national security first. The border is an absolute catastrophe, and this is because of the policies of this White House and this administration. We had 12,000 illegal crossings on one day last week alone, on Wednesday. We have uh, almost now 280 known terrorists that have been apprehended at the border. None of this counts the gotaways. If you add the numbers up, it's almost 7 million people who have been encountered at the border just since President Biden took office and at least 2 million gotaways. This is twice the population of my state of Louisiana. Fentanyl is the leading cause of death for Americans age 18 to 49 in this country. Fentanyl poisoning because it's allowed over the border. We have human trafficking and all the other terrible things. In the last three months, October, November, December alone, We've had more illegal crossings at the border than in any entire year during the Obama administration. The American people see this. They feel it acutely. They see all the terrible societal ills that come from this, and it must be addressed. So I've made this very clear, again, from the very beginning, when I was handed the gavel. We needed clarity on what we're doing in Ukraine and how we'll have proper oversight of the spending of precious taxpayer dollars and the American citizens, and we needed a transformative change at the border. Thus far. We've gotten neither. Uh, the Senate has been MIA on this. The Boom. House passed H.R. 2 six months ago, more than six months ago. It's been sitting and collecting dust on Chuck Schumer's desk. I have told him personally, I've told the National Security Advisor, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, that these are our conditions because these are the conditions of the American people. And we are resolute on that. It is not the House's issue right now. The issue is with the White House and the Senate. And I implore them to do their job because the time is urgent. And we do want to do the right thing here. With that, I'll, I'll do their job, Mike. I mean, really, the, the person that you didn't mention was you didn't talk to Mitch McConnell. He's never going to do that to his job. He's a Chinese asset, too. I mean, nope. this, this is ridiculous. Mike, you got to get your head screwed on right, man. Like I said, again, I'll take what I can get. But the first the first part of that clip, oh, my God, how wrong you are. How wrong you are. These people don't even get it, man. Well, because the thing is, if he would come out and say anything other than Putin bad, you know, Ukraine good, <laughs> they're going to slaughter him in the, in the media. So he Who had cares? to go out and say, hey, you know, we really appreciate the fact that you guys are putting up a fight against, you know, scrappy Mother Russia. Uh, but we're not going to pay for it anymore until we can see where the money's going. And he and he's he's also held it up for an audit. He said it should be there should be an audit before we give him another penny. I guess my because point is then, look at look at how this government that, was installed. Look at how the government oh, yeah. was installed by a coup, man, by a color revolution, and they put a guy in there, kind of like Obama and Biden, has nothing of substance about him. 
He's just somebody that they can control. You know, and and it's um, for for the he's speaker. a professional dancer. If if you Google it, you can find videos of ladder of uh, Zelensky dancing, and it's very very disturbing. I, I'll tell you that right. It's now. all over Twitter. Like, you don't have to Google it. It's all over Twitter every yeah, day. When, not, I, not not him dance. I, 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 watch, I watched him. I watched him dance yesterday, shaking his boobs and everything. It was pretty along Seriously. with the. Did, did, are you the one that sent me that picture of Chris Christie? Which one? With his is belt. His belt is up so high; it's like under his nipples. It's this oh, big, yeah. big fat picture. It's ridiculous. The, it is, man. I, like, I don't understand that. I, I thought he had that lap band surgery yeah. or something. But, I mean, Jesus. He, he looks like uh, Violet from Willy Wonka. Yeah. It's, he it's, just keeps blowing up and blowing up. He's, he's going to die. And Ryder. He's going to oh, die. Oh, yeah. He's going to. Absolutely. He's going to draw a candy. It, but, yeah. You know, not. he's going to give himself a heart attack screaming about Trump. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How Probably. bad Trump is? Because that's his, that's his entire campaign. It's sad, man. It, 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 to mean, watch these people. Out, you know, Chris Christie, screw Trump. That's his, that's his entire campaign. The thing that gets me the most is these people are so weak-minded that they allowed these big donors to destroy their careers. Now, I know they'll get a safe landing. I, I know they'll be provided a parachute. But it's still, I mean, Chris Christie could have oh, yeah. had a future. So could have Ron DeSantis. And I'm glad that they don't. Don't get me wrong. They're scumbags. When, uh, Christie shot himself in the foot with Obama. He did. He, he, he there, there was never going to be. And he was a one. That. He was a one uh, item guy. He, he, he got on some teachers union people early on, and that's the only thing he ever did his whole career. That was yeah, good. And, well, and that because that made national headlines. Yeah, yeah. And, and, because and, prior to that, nobody who gave a shit who the governor in new jersey right unless you lived in new jersey right it's unreal um this next segment uh sometimes you just can't believe how stupid these people are but they are and these are your betters ladies and gentlemen these are the people at the associated press and places that can't spell the associated press has released a new report that cites democrat pollsters and I guess it's the Democrat pollsters, not the AP, and other assorted officials who just don't understand why the public isn't happy with the way Joe Biden has handled the economy. Yeah, it's a real mystery. Perhaps it's broke. Perhaps it has something to do with the fact that millions of Americans are struggling to pay for basic items like gas, food, and heating energy. Maybe it has something to do with the price of a dozen eggs going over $5 in some places. From the AP, Biden goes into 2024 with the economy getting stronger, but voters feel horrible about it. President Joe Biden goes into next year's election with a vexing challenge. Just as the U.S. economy is getting stronger, oh, can't you feel the steel 
People are yeah. still feeling horrible about it. Pollsters and economists say there's never been as wide of a gap between the underlying health of the economy and public perception. Let me translate that. You're all stupid. The divergence could be a decisive factor in whether the Democrat secures a second term next year. Republicans are seizing on the dissatisfaction to skewer Biden while the White House is finding less success as it tries to highlight economic progress. I mean, KJP is out there talking so ridiculous, uh, you know, that uh, the wages are rising and gas prices are down. Gas prices are down a little bit, but they're down a little bit in this month every year for the last 50. You know, that's a seasonal thing. Has nothing to do. Don't go out there and start applauding the gas is down to three sixty a gallon. You know, check yourself on that. But uh, you know, these people they they just uh, they they can't believe it. They 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 got these jobs that they're making all this money at wherever network or wherever they are and or pollster like Carl Rove ripping all these people off, and they don't live like normal people, and they're they're literally. Uh, Stunned, I think. Well, the, I, the other thing, too, is I, I think they're starting to realize that the term Bidenomics is terrible because now it's like, okay, yeah. here's the albatross that you created and hung around your own neck. And, and think so, about it. You had Obamacare, mm-hmm. Bidenomics. You didn't have any, When the economy was booming, they didn't call it Trumponomics. Trumptastic. That's, I'm going to patent that. There it's going go. to be Trump-tastic. You heard it here first, folks. Trump-tastic is going to be coming. So, you know, I was thinking about something real quick. What if Corn Pop was just a good dude who wanted to protect kids from a creepy lifeguard? Right. How about that? Just something to think about, that's all. Yeah. That's Ma- things that make you go, hmm. Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, are blasting... Alejandro Majorcus in a fiery. Uh, wow, in, you sounded really Mexican there. You practiced that, didn't you? I did. Alejandro Majorcus from Managua, Nicaragua. How's wow. that? <laughs> that was awesome. All right. MT, MTG. But to impeach Secretary Man, Alejandro boom. Mayorkas, we are going to impeach you, so you should resign now need more resources they don't need more equipment they don't need more personnel because that's just another processing agent they need the policies and the ability to enforce our nation's laws so they can go home and feel justified about the work that they have done that day rather than being defeated and demoralized and prevented from doing the job that they swore to do congress has passed numerous laws that if applied would deliver a secure border. Secretary Mayorkas is blatantly ignoring and not enforcing these laws for political reasons. His actions have increased the suicide rates of our Customs and Border Patrol agents. He's in charge of them and he's letting them down. His actions have endangered the American people and has left Congress no recourse but to impeach 
Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Thank you very much. And I'd like to thank Mr. Biggs from Arizona for introducing these articles of impeachment. And I'd also like to uh, thank Mr. Fallon from Texas for introducing articles of impeachment. Impeachment is very serious, and it's a tool that we have to hold office holders accountable for high crimes and misdemeanors. And as Mr. Biggs laid out, Secretary Mayorkas has lost the trust and confidence of the people of the United States of America. Our border is overrun. We are invaded every single day. But let's talk about fentanyl for a minute. Fentanyl is a dangerous poison that is coming from China into Mexico, and the Mexican cartels are smuggling it and selling it across our border. And just as one of my colleagues pointed out a few minutes ago, they are making billions by doing this, and it is such a shame. We have to impeach Secretary Mayorkas for his failure to the American people, not only by not stopping and securing our border, stopping over 5 million people from coming in, but this dangerous poison that's killing over 300 Americans every single day. Just this week, there were three people that overdosed and were poisoned by fentanyl in a county, Walker County in my district. And then the same, the night before, there were three others that were, were poisoned in a neighboring county. Luckily, they survived because of Narcan and because uh, police and fire could get there quickly and save their lives. Fentanyl kills anyone it touches. It is so dangerous. It doesn't care about Republican or Democrat. It doesn't care what color your skin is. It doesn't care about your identity one single bit, but it will kill you. And because of this failure and this dangerous, it's an epidemic in our country, fentanyl is, and we have to do something about it. And it's Secretary Mayorkas's responsibility to stop it from coming in our country. But I'll go a step further. It's also President Biden's responsibility. I've called for his impeachment because of his failure to protect our country as well, and I'll continue to call to impeach President Biden for that reason as well. But I'm, I'm honored to stand here with my colleagues today calling out Secretary Mayorkas and letting him know we are going to impeach you, so you should resign. Well, I'll just say, MTG, that fentanyl <clears throat> is not an epidemic. Fentanyl is an act of chemical warfare against the United States by China and Mexico. And Absolutely. That, and that's what it is. It's a it's war. Because the thing is, you don't have to be a junkie to have no. it impact you. All you have to do is touch it. And you I don't mean, even have to be you don't even have to take fentanyl. No. You, you can smoke no, no, a joint. You don't have to take it. You could smoke no. a joint, you could do some coke. Any drug, they're mixing fentanyl with every damn thing. You know, I, I've I've listened to people do some analysis on this stuff, and you know the thing about fentanyl that a lot of people don't realize, fentanyl is a miracle drug as well. They use fentanyl in every city of every state in this country. All the medics do, and hospitals, but that's by somebody who knows how to dose it. Not some jerk-off on the street. Well, I mean, that's, if you look back in history, I mean, that's where morphine came from. Because yeah. they needed a painkiller It's the same thing. better than heroin. Yeah, exactly. And and all it is is heroin. I mean, it's synthetic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's synthetic heroin. But yeah, it's still heroin. It's really, but really high-power heroin. 
Yeah, but the thing is, you can handle that. You can pick that stuff up and hold it. Yeah, and, fentanyl, get, and die. If, 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 if you can pick up a pill of fentanyl, if you do it in your bare hand, you could OD. You don't not uh, taking it, not doing it. Just I mean, because there was a cop that that it happened to several. that was processing inf- uh, processing. Uh, yeah, what do they call it? Uh, evidence. Evidence. Yeah, he was processing evidence, and he just picked up the da- the bag, and it absorbed and through OD. his skin. Yeah, it absorbed through his yeah. skin. I'll tell you something else, and, and this is uh, this is damning. Afghanistan in the last week or two. I shouldn't say that. That's that's. I, I saw the story in the last week or two. I didn't notice dates in the story, but in the last week or two, Afghanistan has been replaced as the number one opium slash heroin provider in the world because of the Taliban. They crushed it. They took that shit right out. Now it's Myanmar. Myanmar is now the biggest producer. Uh, of heroin in the world. Oh, that used to be Burma. So right. So probably the the federal government will probably be supporting Myanmar now, uh, going forward, because that's how we roll. Uh, all right, I, I got to get into something pretty serious here. Uh, so just bear with me. Obama appointed, and I I don't like reporting this stuff, but I also don't like hiding things. Obama appointed District Judge Tanya Chutkin who's not even an American-born person, paused former President Donald Trump's 2020 election trial schedule while the appeal for his presidential immunity claim is pending. In early December, Chutkin rejected Trump's bid to have his case dismissed based on presidential immunity, prompting Trump to appeal to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. Chutkin agreed today to pause pre-trial deadlines, and further proceedings pending the appeals court decision. The court agrees with both parties that the defendant's appeal automatically stays any further proceedings uh, that would move this case toward trial or impose additional burdens of litigation on the defendant. Chuckin wrote Wednesday, Special Counsel Jack Smith asked the Supreme Court to take up the question Monday uh, before the D.C. court reaches a decision. The Supreme Court agreed to expedite its consideration of his petition, asking Trump's attorneys to weigh in by December 20th. Okay. Special Counsel Jack Smith asked Supreme Court to decide Trump immunity. Highest court immediately drops all business to comply with the special counsel request. After years of assembling data points around the potential for the Supreme Court to be compromised, it was the discovery of Mary McCord's husband, Sheldon Snook, deep in the office of Chief Justice John Roberts, that finally sealed the deal for me personally, yes, The Supreme Court is compromised. Quick context. Mary McCord was the architect of all Trump targeting efforts. The FISA on Carter Page, the weaponization of the DOJ NSD, National Security, the installation of 
Michael Atkinson as Intelligence Community Inspector General. The, and, and ladies and gentlemen, an Inspector General is supposed to be the agent that keeps the agency honest. The companion to Sally Yates in the Flynn targeting, lead staff for the Schiff-Nadler impeachment effort, later appointed by FISA presiding judge Bozberg to be amicus to the FISC in combination with Chief Justice Roberts holding authority over the FISC and the discovery that Sheldon Snook, McCord's husband, works in Roberts' office as special assistant to Chief Justice John G. Roberts, Jr.'s counselor. The counselor's office advises the Chief Justice not only on the management and budget of the Supreme Court, but also on his interactions with the executive and legislative branches, along with numerous other public roles in which Robert serves. Mary McCord is the fulcrum point for all of the above issues. She connects all of the targeting operations. Mary McCord is the center of it, and John Roberts' office is compromised by the appointment of her husband, Sheldon Snook. So this story does not surprise me. Special Prosecutor Jack Smith jumped over the appeals court and asked the Supreme Court to decide on President Trump's position of presidential immunity for his request to secure the integrity of the 2020 election while in office. In the fastest turnaround time in history, the Supreme Court, Robert's office, said yes, they will hear the arguments. Uh... That doesn't say that the entire court is compromised. But you got to admit, Ward, Justice Roberts has been a total disappointment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and there, there has been pictures of him supposedly, and I'm going to say allegedly because I'm not a lawyer, but allegedly he was at uh, Epstein's Island as well. Imagine that. Probably oh, with yeah, Stacy, so probably with uh, what's that actor's name? House of Cards. Uh, oh God, yeah, that guy. Kevin They're, Spacey. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Hey, maybe they were knocking each other out a little bit. I don't know. Hey, whatever, uh, man. <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna downshift a little bit here, for now anyway. Um, I want you. To, <laughs> it's a little hard to hear, but I think you'll be all right. This is a comedian. This is a, a stand-up thing. And he's got a a sign language guy, right? Yeah. And, and he's going through his routine. And he realizes that the routine, the, the sign language for two terms that he's using is the same. And I don't know if this is genuine. It's funny, though. It's funny. So when, when, you, when you hear it, you're obviously not going to be able to see the sign language guy, but understand that he uses the same hand signs for both terms that this comedian issues. Now, do I have that pretty pretty accurate? Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. So let's check it out here if I can find it. It's right there. <laughs> Y'all gonna forgive me? I'm a little distracted. This is the first show I've ever done with an interpreter. This is fucking cool right now. <laughs> well, I'm trying to learn shit. Retard. 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 
funny as hell you gotta you gotta fall back on comedy guys you, you just do absolutely I mean, you we, just have we said to. that from the beginning we, we you can't you can't just focus on all the gloom and doom because you'll drive yourself crazy oh you will and then you gotta step back and you gotta laugh you do i'm glad i don't live in boston do we have any any listeners in boston i don't think so uh but the twin pillars of the liberal religion are the global warming hoax and hatred of America's core population. And no one personifies the latter better than Boston's moonbat mayor, Michelle Wu. You know, that that's to me, that that's something that's um, an anomaly. Anomaly? Anomaly. Anomaly. Uh, Chinese, Oriental people, to me, the ones that I've encountered in my life, and I lived in Korea for over a year, never seemed to be uh, leftist like this, like racist, the way this woman is. It's just something that you, you don't see. She sent to police an enemies list of business owners who've complained about her discrimination against the majority white population. Now she sent out to all Boston City Council members an invitation to a Christmas party, a holiday party, that only electeds, see, they got to make words up, electeds of color are allowed to attend. Denise Dos Santos, the mayor's director of city council relations, told the body's honorable members, in quotes, that on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, she was cordially inviting each of them and a guest to the electeds of color holiday party today at 5.30 at the Parkman House, 33 Beacon Street. Approximately 15 minutes later, however, Dos Santos sent out a follow-up email to city councilors apologizing for the prior email, which was apparently only meant for those who were invited. The body includes seven white councilors and six of Keller. I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow, Dos Santos, a Cape Verdean black woman wrote. I did send that to everyone by accident, and I apologize if my email may have offended or came across as so. Oh, really? All right, if you say so. Okay, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. How can... Everybody that ain't white can come to this party and not be offensive to somebody. Right. Like, especially the white people. Exactly. I, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Now, if I would, if you were to send out something that said, all right, I'm going to have a, a Christmas party, but just don't let no black folks show up. That would be, I mean, it is brutally racist. It is. It you is. Know, and, and, and. And somebody should stand up and say something. Just the same as somebody should stand up and say something about them, 
you know, blocking white folk. It is. It you is. Know? It's, mean, it's, it's evil. It's ridiculous. It, how, how can you have a city council where all these people are supposed to work together and get shit done? <laughs> and as the mayor, you come in and divide them and go, okay, only the white folks, you guys stay here and do the work. The rest of us are going to a Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, quite. Uh, if you figured out how to do it, then dis- disregard what I just posted in the in the chat. But uh, maybe this will help. I don't know. But uh, give us a call, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, phones are open, and we'll see how that goes uh, in in just a second. Uh, in the meantime, uh, it's it's the holidays. I don't. Why did I just say that? It's the Christmas season, uh, a season I love. Yes, by the yes, way. It is. A season I love, and, and uh, man, I didn't do any commercials this time. Damn, I gotta, I gotta fix that. Uh, but anyway, um, in Iowa, there's a, a town in Iowa uh, named Toledo, and they have their crush or nativity scene, the scene of the baby Jesus in the manger and everything. Uh, and, and of course, uh, they're being forced to move it. Well, no, they're being asked to move it. Uh, and I want you to especially listen. There's going to be a gentleman at the town hall, or not the town hall, the city council meeting, township meeting probably. Uh, and if if you live in a small town, you know how these things are. It's like a, a PTA meeting with half the people. Um, so you got the town with one police officer. That's all they have. And you got Joe from, he runs the gas station, and Fred from the grocery store. He's the chairman of this committee. And you know, these people come in there, and, and so you got leftists that are out there and atheists and uh, Muslims and stuff going around uh, trying to wreck everybody's day. But let's listen to what happened in Iowa. There is something about a small town that you cannot find anywhere else. To avoid a possible lawsuit, the Toledo Fire Department took down the nativity display last Thursday night, leaving residents bewildered and confused. Some sharing their feelings with city council, concerned about outsiders intruding on the small town's annual tradition. They drove through the town and they said, let's pick a fight. They said, let's pick a fight, let's, let's just uh, send them a letter and try to scare them into making a decision because if they get one, they get another. Now that the nativity... Okay, that was the guy that I was talking about. They go to a town and they don't have anything else to do. This is what they do for a living. George Soros is paying them a salary to do this. And they drive around, and they go to Cannonsburg, or they go to Fox Chapel. They go to somewhere in your area, a small town that doesn't have a real big uh, government, don't have a, a whole lot of resources, and they got Soros resources. And they go fishing. They go around, and they look for something to screw up. And that's what they do, and most of the time we fall for it every time. Scenes have been moved down a few blocks from the fire department to private property. Many Tama County citizens are showing up to the Toledo City Council meeting to stand in solidarity in support of keeping the Christmas display in public view. And you're here because you don't want us to lose our heritage. Supporters of the Christmas display also suggesting ways to get around this complaint by asking lawmakers for advice or examining at similar instances like this one, hoping to keep the nativity scene at the fire department where it's always been. 
to try to, to rectify it, and no matter what we do, it's not going to be what they want. We're going to find issue with it. And so if you put it back, put the ball <coughs> in their court, and let them figure out what to do with it. City officials, hearing the crowd loud and clear, are making plans on how to handle the situation. So we want to do our due diligence to make sure we're doing everything we can. The support is definitely there to keep the city set up. Toledo City officials say they're going to table the discussion for the next meeting to talk with the city attorney. They want to avoid any unnecessary lawsuits. Live in the studio, Cedric Wilson III, Iowa's News Now. Cedric Wilson III. All right, so there's uh, that's what's going on in Iowa, and that happens all over the place, Ward. I mean, it's something that uh, they've been doing for decades. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's and the thing is, then they'll come in and they'll file a lawsuit, you know, for separation of church and state. That's their big one. Yeah, they love you know, that. Separation of church and state. You can't. The, the And the best part, the Constitution says you can't. There's a separation of church and state. I defy somebody to show me where in the Constitution it says separation of church and state. Right. That's a myth. That's a myth. That's exactly. A, that's why it's so important to recognize that these people alter the language like all the time well you add to that the fact that they that they teach these kids that there's a separation of church and state but they don't explain what that means the separation of church and state just meant that the state can't tell you what religion you want you were they can't establish like a they religion did in right. england right exactly that's all that means it doesn't mean that, that you can't pray and anywhere it doesn't mean you you know any of that stuff that you can't have the, the Ten Commandments, you know, at a courthouse or whatever. That's ridiculous. And, and the fact that there's people that just, that we as a people accept it, right? We accept things a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, and they take and take and take. And, and it's like cigarettes, right? And, and I'm not advocating smoking cigarettes and smoking cigarettes is bad. However, it should be your decision. It shouldn't be that the government's gonna gonna just force you to quit because they're gonna make it so extraordinarily expensive that you can't smoke. Right, and look at you all know? the all the restrictions that were that were put on people just during our lifetimes. Uh, and I agree with you hundred percent. If you smoke, it's gonna not end well. Uh, no, as, my, as, my as, point is the government no, shouldn't be able I wasn't done. Shouldn't I, I, to tell you to do a fucking thing. I wasn't done yet, but I, okay. I I definitely think that it's your decision. It's not illegal. Either make the shit illegal or shut up. Well, yeah. here's the thing. The, the government decides, okay, we're going to control it, and this is a sin tax. So we're going to make it a sin tax, and we're going to get all this tax money from it because you're terrible. You're such a bad person. So they get their money, and then what happens is they start depending on that money. Yeah, but then they get greedy and they well, we want more money, and more money, and more money until it gets to the point that the consumer can't afford the cigarettes, so they quit. And the, and the tobacco company goes out of business, and you know I, re I remember when and all that tax money dries up. So what happens? Then it's going to be something else. Oh, booze! You like to drink? All right, so there's our new syntax. So we're going we're going to start hitting the tax on that. And you know where they they blew because it because they have where, to keep the, they got to make up that money that they lost from people quitting smoking. And, and where they blew because, it was they could have learned. You know what you've seen is you've seen the government, especially the federal government. You've seen them slowly but surely becoming the mob, 
but they're not nearly as smart as the mob. They're so stupid that they overtax. You know, the mob made sure that you could continue to to buy dresses and, and garments in the garment industry. They just cost a couple bucks more than they did in Connecticut. But you could still afford them. You know, now they, they put these industries under. Uh, it's they should have. Oh yeah, they, they tax. Yeah, they tax them out of existence. They do everything uh, in excess. Yeah, they they don't they don't wet their beaks. They drown you. I mean, this is the way it is. But you know, whatever. Welcome to Marlene's Corner. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Marlene's Corner. Uh, first off the bat, uh, looks like the Supreme Court, uh, they've got a, uh, some cases or a case coming up where they could uh, reshape our uh, free speech online. And uh, basically what this comes down to is they're talking about Section 230. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. They should have, you know, I don't know. We'll see. And uh, then uh, that next, that uh, Netflix film that Obama put out, I'm not watching that thing. On the other hand, though, it's kind of funny how the left always tells us what they're going to do. They just blatantly say, hey, we're going to do this and that and the other thing. But then I laugh because we know. But it, it is kind of funny, I will admit. And speaking of funny, this is... Um, it was in our local paper back home, but apparently the U.S. Fish and Wildlife people, they're proposing shooting 400,000 barred owls over the next 30 years. And they're trying to save the spotted owl. This cracks me up because several years ago, I don't wish I could remember when, but in Oregon they used to have this way back when they were, everybody was all going batshit crazy about the spotted owl. They had to save it. And I'm like, whatever. And the funny thing is, this is only 1% of these other types of owl, barred owl, whatever that is. I just thought that was honestly really funny. And uh, then we have something from uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. Uh, apparently, uh, Gates, who founded factcheck.org, he's making these uh, pretty bad assumptions about the, about the vax. What they're trying to do is they're trying to get the vax into these pregnant women. Uh, they're recruiting pregnant women for an MRA shot to reduce the chance of uh, stillborn babies. In other words, a fetal loss after 20 weeks. I, no, 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 no. That stuff, all they're trying to do is kill the baby and kill the mother. Thank you very much. At least that's what I think. And, uh, as far, and then on a little happier note, Matt Gates and Ben Carson are going to go out uh, campaigning for Trump. That's good. We'll see what they say. And uh, back to Oregon. This is almost comical, but I don't know if it's true. But anyway, uh, Senator Ron Wyden, who I wish would go away, uh, he claims that there's been a mismanagement of Crater Lake National Park, uh, the concessionaire portion of it. He's saying maintenance hasn't been done. Um, Unsafe living conditions for the staff. Oil uh, diesel spills. Fire alarms not working. Um, Aramark, who was the pe- there under 
Crater Lake Hospitality. They're the ones that were taking care of this place. Uh, they say they've made improvements. My thought is, hmm, we'll see what happens. If these, if these things are actually true, I do hope they get fixed. But I don't always trust what I hear from Ron White. He could be right. He could be full of it. We just don't know yet. And uh, speaking of the FBI, they should, this is almost comical because, again, most of us in the audience, we know this. They're all, they're trying to scare us with a warning for terror attacks over the holiday season. Gee, what else is new? <laughs> I mean, come on, folks. If I hear from the Muslim Brotherhood or if we hear from them that something's happening, then I'll believe it. But not the FBI. And a note about that mosque locator, Hutch. I uh, sent them an email earlier this afternoon and kind of funny i get an email back and it says the next thing you know i see uh one mosque in stewart and one up in jensen beach that's the next town north so go there figure. you go there you go i told you yeah it was just just, just so everybody just so everybody understands what marlene just said if you go to coldwarradio.net and you go to the research room there is one link in the research room that is green if you click that link, you can find people that want to kill you in your neighborhood. And she went there, and there was no reference Mm-mm. to anything other than groceries. Right. And she did the research, wrote the addresses down, contacted the website, and they added them. Actually, they have a contact tab on there, by the way, so other people know. There's a little tab that says contact. There you go. And you can write them an email, and then about within about a minute later, oh, gee, I didn't see these before. Outstanding. Good job. Yeah, thank you. And uh, this is Adam. This next one's out of New York, and it's another one of those really funny ones. Um, apparently, hairstylists in New York, they must be trained in all textures of hair care. In other words, dreadlocks and a bunch of other crazy stuff. In other words, hairstylists... In New York City, they have to go woke. I mean, I can remember back when there were salons or barbers that catered to a certain, catered to blacks or catered to They whatever. still do. They still do. They still I mean, do. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing, yeah. Wrong, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong at all. But to make somebody else, I mean, like my barber shop, I don't think a whole lot of black dudes walk in there. I mean, it's just not what they do. You know, it's not... <laughs> It doesn't make sense, you know. I mean, it, it, I mean, now there's some that are qualified to do that, and, and my barber is one of them. I mean, mm-hmm. my barber, my barber taught barbering at the Western State Penitentiary. Wow, that's you pretty know? cool. So, but you know, he used to tell me. He said, you know, when, when they were going through this COVID thing, he said the convicts up there were all mad. They're like, "Damn, why can't I be on the street, man?" You know, with all these masks out there, you know, no face, no case. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. And uh, then uh, I guess Rumble got hit with a cyber attack. And guess why? It's because they put up all those J6 videos. So we'll see what happens with that. And uh, one more thing. I wasn't sure if I'd have time, but I'll go ahead and say something about it. Not a big deal, but... I will admit I've been kind of a little shaken up this afternoon. I got into a small accident. Uh, No injuries. I'm okay. 
uh, my, the right side of my car, my uh, right passenger door is going to need some help. And I take it the car in next week to see what, what kind of, uh, how many fizzles they're going to take from me, but hopefully it won't be too horrid. But anyway, uh, the other party, she was a female and very, very kind, which I appreciated because I'll admit it, when I get into an accident, you know, friend of better, I'm sorry, folks, I get upset. I just do. And uh, she gave me her business card. And what I'm thinking is next time I, once I'm doing better and I'm going to go visit this museum, she works for, I guess, an elegant museum. And it's, it's like a Martin County museum is what it is. And I'm going to give her one of our cards. We'll see. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But now I'm fine. Like I say, just a little shook up, but that's normal for me. But um, I'm hoping, like I say, next Tuesday, I'll find out what the damage is on the car, what they're going to charge me for another door. Well, you know, there's another way to do that. Well, uh, I've already filed the insurance claim, Hutch, so I'm kind of stuck. But I could go to the junkyard, but I don't know of any junkyards around here. Back in Eugene, yes, I know two or three. But I don't know any of them out here. Okay, that was what I was going to say, too. But That's what I thought, but yeah, I just, I haven't seen one out here yet. I'm not saying they're not here. They have to be. I just don't know where they are. All right, cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, anything else happening? Um. Not a whole lot. Uh, Bo, Di- Bo Nix didn't get the uh, the Heisman. I went to that kid from Louisiana. But I am so proud of him that he was able to get the uh, av- academic Heisman. I thought that was really cool. All right, you know, nice. Having a good GPA. And, you know, I think he'll he'll do well in the pros. All right. In well, fact, our uh, previous quarterback, uh, Justin Herbert, he's out for the season. He messed up his finger. So hopefully he'll be back. Okay, well, thank you for uh, calling. Thank you for your, your segment, rather. All right. You're welcome, Hatch. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to uh, – right. Oh, look at this, man. You're doing all okay, man. I'll, I'll tell you. Was that you, Ward, that did that? No, negative. You didn't do that with uh, with Ken? No. Okay, that's pretty – uh, that's, that's pretty cool. I think he did it. Ken from King George, what's going on in Camelot? Hey, I'm I'm playing around with some settings in Zoom. So, um, yeah, uh, anybody that's part of the meeting, a little picture with me with my hard hat on, that's when we get to blow some shit up. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. That is, it is. Uh, I don't want to put on a damn hard hat. That's what we're trying to figure out because when you called in, it just said Zoom user, and we're trying to figure this out. And Ward has a solution, but you found it uh, before I could do anything about it and fixed your profile. And uh, tell people how they can do that. I, I mean, <laughs> unless I, I unless just, unless it's too complicated, I'm just saying. I I just kept clicking on stuff until it, uh, that's how until, I until you saw something to give you your name. Yeah, well, I guess. Let's see where the heck am I at here? Don't worry about it. Don't worry um, about it, Ken. Go it ahead. Was under, like it was under the more thing. Uh, well, I'm I'm using the app on the phone, and then where it says Zoom user basic, you can go in there and do a profile photo, the uh, change your display name, um, you know, all kinds of stuff from because I I noticed I know I noticed when history be called in and she's an educator so she had big time zoom experience i guess during covid 
from being a, a, a elementary teacher. And when she called him, that her name was up there, her picture was up there. She had an echo, but that's when I was still figuring out the settings here. Uh, and uh, anyway. Uh, hold on a second. Bubba's reminded me in the chat room that Ken has to get a trivia question. Oh, boy. Uh, I forgot all about that. So, <laughs> well, yeah, go, yeah, headline, Touch. We got, we got to yeah, get to the and, and I you, do appreciate Bubba reminding me. And I think what we're going to do here, I think we're going to revert back. Uh, this is the time of year when I revamp uh, the show format. And I think about it. And I think what we're going to do is I think we're going to go back. And I probably should have talked to Marlene about this beforehand. But I think we're going to go back to just the call-in format as opposed to the uh, segment because I want her to answer trivia questions too, man. <laughs> because I like All the right. trivia. <laughs> go ahead, man. All right. All right, chat room, pay attention. Here we go. What is the main dish at a medieval Christmas feast? Turkey, peacock, Cornish hen, roasted pig. What was the main dish at medieval Christmas feasts? Turkey, peacock, Cornish hen, roasted pig. Wow. Do, 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 do. Jack says, Rocky, Rocky says, peafowl. Because that's Negative just a ghost rider, the pattern is full. <laughs> that's... Uh, that was the pig. That was to the goose. Uh, pig. Maudie says pig. Val says peacock. Marlene says pig. Cornish hen says John. Bubba says Cornish hen. What say you, Ken? You're the one with the final answer. So, so normally, you know, you would think pig would feed, you know, feed a lot of people because I know we've, we've done a couple hundred pounders down here. Um, but whenever you go to these medieval, you know, blah blah blah, whatever. Everybody's got the huge turkey leg. So I'm going to go turkey. Turkey. And the correct answer is peacock. Wow, it was Everybody peacock. Everybody in the peacock. chat room who said peacock, you are correct. You said anything mm. else, you were wrong. I've never eaten one. Have you? Peacock? No. I've seen them. And peacock they, is just, are, by, just because of when I was raising chickens, I knew this. Peacock is just the male. It's peafowl. Right. Peafowl. That's yes. both of them. I hate them bastards. <laughs> I know that. Oh, they're terrible. Because <laughs> like, when I was when I was in the Air Force, our base commander's wife loved the damn things. So they had they brought in like truckloads of these peacocks, and they let them loose in the uh, 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 on the golf course. But the golf course was connected to where the uh, Airmen's Club was. So you're coming out of the airman's club <laughs> Drunk. two in the morning, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> completely loaded, and those things holler. I mean, oh. it's, it's like a real loud scream. It sounds like a woman screaming. It's like, Wah! hey, I was and in when you're drunk, and they, one of the things screams at you. It's you just almost shit yourself. It's yeah, completely. When yeah, I was, I, I was, I was in track vehicles for probably the first fifteen years of my time in the army, and. I did some research about tank units in Vietnam. And these tank units, they would set these things up. It wasn't like tanks in World War II. 
It's like one tank over here, one tank over there. It was like a mobile artillery thing. You know, it wasn't armored warfare because it's a jungle, you know. But you'd have them guarding little outposts or things like that. And they used peacocks as watchdogs. They'd set peacocks out because they'll attack you in a heartbeat. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. If I don't know if they'll peck at you or whatever, but they will charge you. Well, no, they, they'll they'll run. They'll run at you. Yeah. I mean, they'll like run into you. And make a lot of noise, heavy, man. Yeah. Well, they're they're big. They're like a they're big like a turkey, and and they're and they're heavy, and they and they do make a lot of noise. Right. And Jack Jack uh, chimes in from the chat room. Jim Bob had one on Walton's Mountain. You got to be old to understand well, that. You got to be old to understand that one. Well, well, we used to have one. The keyword there used to. Uh, now the the peacock is the male, right? Right. It's a, and they're it's a they're word. about they're about like roosters, where you know they Bar- used to get the thing barnyard pimp, barnyard pimp. I've I've got pictures of this thing eating Cheerios out of my hand, right? But after about two and two and a half years, just like a rooster, something in their brain snaps, and they just become <laughs> fucking mean, man. Yeah, and and they can move too. I mean, but when you said they run, yes, they will run. They can run. Pretty damn fast. Yeah. Uh, my my two hundred and seventy pound stepson. Damn. For some reason, this peacock did not like him. <laughs> he would have to every time he came to visit, he would have to run from his car. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. To get in the house. <clears throat> but uh, now I was trying to remember what you guys were talking about because I wanted to, at the very very beginning of the show, but I was in the middle of cooking, and I it, it well, let me re- let me let me reflect to the show notes. Uh, was it about uh, the twenty one Republicans voting for the formal impeachment inquiry? The spelling and yeah. grammar. The ah, the, spelling and grammar. Yes, yes. Yeah, I knew I'd hook you. Uh, up. See, That's why I have show notes. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I have a funny, funny story about that. Uh, the guy I work for, he sometimes his brain works faster than his fingers when it comes to typing emails. And you know, he, I was like, "Hey, man, can you get me this information on this?" Blah, 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 you know. Well, he responded what he intended to respond to me was like, yeah, sure, here's this, you know, here's the file, whatever you need. And he was like, I'm here for you, but if you forget that extra E on here, you're her for me. <laughs> nice. So that's become a running joke with a bunch of us at work where, you know, hey, are you her for me? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So <laughs> we, we had a we had a, a boss that used to do that. He was terrible at writing emails. And we had a guy that every email that uh, Brian sent out that was just an abortion. I mean, it, it, it was the grammar was terrible. I mean, he spelled the word right, but it wasn't the right word to use. You know, like a there, there, there kind of thing. 
and he'd blow that all out. And it was just a guy start keeping all the emails and he had a folder. I mean, a, a thick ass folder just printed of printouts of all the stupid emails that he sent that he just kind of just completely blew out of the water because he used the right word. He used, how can I, the word would have been right. I mean, it's spelled right correctly, but it's not used in the correct context. And he was, Oh, he was great for that. Well, we had a guy that was, uh, he was, you know, government dude, uh, Mechanical engineer, so you know he's he's well. I guess he was good at math, but well, you'd think that his 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 emails sounded exactly like he talked, and his grasp of the English language. Oh my God, I dealt with a guy not that great. I dealt with a guy like that, man. <laughs> something to be to be desired. I, I dealt with a guy like that, and he was at the freaking Pentagon. When I was in Iraq, this freaking guy was in charge. In, 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 the gov- in the military, you got, like, a whole lot of different weapon systems. And there's always, like, a group of people that are in charge of a weapon system. So I was dealing with these uh, ASVs, armored security vehicles. It's what the commanders love to take on convoys. And so I'm dealing with this guy on ASVs at the highest guy in the whole army on ASVs, and he could not write. It was, Ken, it was tough. It was tough because I had to deal with this guy, and I had to deal with him on technical issues and national stock numbers and specifications and repair parts and things like that. And this guy you was... guess what the hell he was saying? Yeah. I mean, we used to pass his emails back and forth, the warrant officers... We pass his emails back and forth going, we're going to lose. <laughs> you know, really. I mean, it was like terrible. Here we're a bunch of army guys. And this guy's dumber than us. Uh, it's horrible. Well, well, I mean, that's how they get promoted, dude. I know. I mean, well, that's, you, that's in, one of the in, things. In the military, you fail up. That's true. And, 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 if, and you were if, pretty up there, weren't you? Yeah, but you know what? I didn't. <laughs> but you know, no, no, that's cool because I'm the, I'm the, I'm the stopgap. I'm the guy with no formal education. These are the dudes that come from Harvard and, and West Point. These are the idiots that are polluted by college. They're, 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 they're college stupid. That's what our whole country is right now. Dude, All I'll the leaders in this country are college freaking stupid. Well, you didn't play the clip, the the Bill Maher clip. I could because that's basically what it was. Was he was he, he actually said that the line that we've been using for the last ten years. You know that they were useful idiots, and when he said that, that, that was the reason I sent you that clip. Truthfully, I, could, was because I, I couldn't get past yeah, the first I, the first six f bombs. I'm like, man, because it was one of the first clips. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, I got to eat dinner in 50 minutes. <laughs> I got to get this show. Yeah. This is well, going to take me 15 minutes to, to edit this clip. And I, I was just like, uh, you sent me so much. It's like, we did okay. Well, that's the thing. I try and keep you in, in you know, as many. And I love it, by the way. I love it, by the way. Thank you. Make it easy on you. Yeah, that's, that, that rocks. It does. Go ahead, Ken. Wrap it up, brother. 
Well, uh, I'm learning a new skill at work. Um, so I don't know if anybody's ever been uh, uh, familiar with the, the soft, uh, software called SolidWorks. No. But it's a pretty no. powerful software for doing like 3D modeling and stuff. Okay. okay. But whoo, I've got a lot to learn. <laughs> oh, any yeah, any of those modeling softwares. Uh, there was what was the one? It was three D three D Max was one back in the day. And when you start having to figure out stuff in three D, you know, because then you got the X axis, the Y axis, and then the Z axis, and and you try and blow stuff out and make it look like what well, the hell it's well, supposed to be and. Uh, well, as far as modeling parts, that's not a problem for me because I took some uh, a couple of drafting classes, like, like CAD and stuff. When I was oh, okay, the first time I was introduced to CAD was on the Apple IIe. So, oh, don't tell Ward about that. <laughs> and I that, love my apples. Don't don't tell Ward about that. His show used to be called Max in Life. <laughs> yep, yes, I did. I had another, yeah. that was one of my other shows, but. But, I've, I've had like four or five shows while Hutch has had this one. I had two well, we, other ones too. Well, we do have a mechanical engineer, and I was on yours on on Average Joe show. Go ahead. That we stole from the government, anyways, uh, and he's been using the software for probably close to a decade now. So I'm like, hey, uh, I'm trying to do this, and d- d-. he comes over and he's click click click. And I'm like, low down. <laughs> Show me what you just did there, you know. But yeah, that's what sucks. People that know what they're doing, especially on computers, they're like, "Oh, all you got to do is this." You get that? Absolutely not. Good, good job. They just walk off. You're like, "What the hell?" I know they don't even they don't even care. But hey, YouTube YouTube's been very helpful. So I would like to at some point find somewhere where I can take some sort of formal, you know, classroom training on this stuff, but uh, now I'm learning as I go, but yeah, I was telling the, the boss today, I was like, man, I said, can I just build the cable harness as, instead of drawing it? It's, it's a hell of a lot easier to just to build. There you go. <laughs> All right, Ken, thank you for calling, man. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, please right. call back again. All right, man. All right, we gotta we gotta wrap this thing Absolutely. up. Absolutely, take it easy, man. Yes, sir. Uh, Ward, uh, your final comments and how can people get in touch with you and all of that mess? Uh, awesome show. Had lots of fun again. I always have fun, especially you, on hump day. You said we were going to have fun, and we did, and we did. It wasn't, and we one. did. Say, look at that, and I didn't even lie or anything. How about uh, that? Almost got the yeah, audio. Shocking. Right. Shocking. Shocking. All right, so uh, everybody in the chat room, if you get a chance, give us a like. Let's see if we can bust our algorithm. Uh, it's awesome that, that people show up just to listen to us talk and then hang out. And, and it is cool. Us. That's that's very cool. I, I, I love our audience. Uh, anyway, you can follow me on Twitter slash X at Wardy22. I'm also on True Social at Wardy. I follow everybody back unless you got Chinese characters in your name because then I don't know what you're trying to say to me. Yeah, all right. So, you know, one of the things I would ask you, please uh, take the time. We didn't go over to Zoom because we wanted to. We went over to Zoom because they forced us to. So please take a couple minutes and figure out 
whatever you have to do to call in here. I, I would ask, um, as I have a brand new mixer in line, and I'm going to go back and listen to the show, but it seemed to me like everybody was overmodulated. And that's probably because of the way we ran the show before tonight. So uh, just double check, go, go listen to the podcast if you called in, and uh, see if you sounded like you were overmodulated. And I got to do that too. I shouldn't even say this, but uh, anyway, I want to get the audio uh, to as good of a level as I can. I'm not going to be on the Wayne Dupree show tomorrow. I'm going out to camp to check my pipes and that because I have to be on with the new federal state of China on Saturday uh, because they're going to be at the AmeriFest in Arizona, and they want us on there. So uh, I won't be uh, there. We'll be here on Friday, um, but we'll be on on Saturday, and I think it's 5.30. It's in the evening uh, at AmeriFest, so, so that'll be kind of interesting, kind of fun. But uh, I appreciate everybody uh, coming out. I, I really do. Um, Norway, I hope you're having fun out there. I just looked at a uh, chat room message from Bubba talking about Norway. And uh, he's out there enjoying himself for once in a long time. He had a lot of family problems there. But anyway, uh, thanks for sticking with us. And thanks for letting us into your life for a couple hours. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you on Friday. God bless. Open up my window again, open up my window again, I can end up calling my name, I can end up calling again, I swear to God things ain't gonna change, I swear to God things ain't gonna change, I keep a revolver with your name, I keep a revolver with your name, just in case. Lay on my back watching the ceiling fan, I had a dream to touch a kilogram, Still at odds with the Irish mob. Rose race down Malcolm X Boulevard. Lord, these haters really out here praying on me. Got the 40 on me and the stand on me. Snow white mink like I'm Dutch Schultz. Run the books and let me show you how the numbers look. You can't be lucky like you Luciano. The kilos coming like they do pianos. Fat boy got the big body. Coast to coast, I can shoot product. Open up my window again. Open up my window again. I can end up calling my name. I can end up calling again. I swear to God things ain't gon' change. I swear to God things ain't gon' change. I keep a revolver with your name. I keep a revolver with your name. Just in case.